Welcome to another edition of Huddle Radio. I'm Dan Hoppen, and today I'm chatting with Jason Mons, the head coach at Saguaro High School. The Sabercats have won two Arizona State titles in Mons' five seasons at the helm, including 2016, which saw them finish with a perfect 14-0 record. Saguaro added Huddle's sideline to its arsenal last season and started seeing the benefits almost immediately. You're listening to Huddle Radio. Push play with Huddle. Thanks for joining us today, Coach. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's our pleasure to have you on. Uh, you guys have obviously been very successful over the last couple seasons. 14-0 last year. We're 4A state champions. You've won all kinds of games. Something that you've implemented into your schedule the last couple of years that you told us has really helped you is instant replay and being able to have that on the sideline. Why has instant replay been so impactful for you? Well, I'll tell you, it's just, it's a huge advantage um, to be able to see in, in real time um, what the, uh, what the opposing team's doing. And, you know, obviously you spend a lot of time breaking down film and, and looking for tendencies and, and, you know, seeing how they've lined up and played um, schematically against different looks. Uh, but in the past, we've had to rely on, on information and feedback from the press box and, and, you can have the best coach in the world up there uh, and giving you feedback and letting you know what they're doing technique wise, defensively, or, you know, offensively, you know, scheme wise, what they're, what they're, what they're doing up front, but to be able to see it uh, in front of you on a, on an iPad or a, or a TV screen, which we've used also um, when you come off in between series and, and be able to really then turn and show it to your kids too, and, and kind of walk them through. It's just, it's just, it's, there's no comparison to that, to the, to the feedback that you get from the top. So, you know, it's been a huge uh, in-game adjustment tool for us to be able to bring kids aside uh, and, and to talk them through maybe what we're seeing that we didn't expect or that we didn't practice during the week. And um, really hope, hope the rules never change because uh, it's just uh, it makes, makes the game better. And, and obviously, as a coach, it's a, it's a huge advantage when we have that uh, and, we're, and we're using it for offense, defense, and special teams. Well, I mean, I think it comes down to the different styles of learning, you know, when you, when you go through uh, your, your uh, teaching certification, you take the classes, you know, you talk about the different kind of learners there are, and, you know, some, some kids you can, you can tell them once and, and they can, you know, they can process it and figure it out. And some kids are, are visual learners and that's why we use the whiteboard and that's why we watch film. And um, so to be able to, you know, talk them through it, but also be able to, to show them, uh, you know, via the film of, of what we want and what, and what the opposing team's doing um, and how to make those adjustments. I mean, it's just, it really helps it sink in for kids rather, rather than just trying to explain it or even just trying to draw it up. It's, it's different when you can see it live. So when you're looking at those plays on the sidelines or you've got your guys in the booth, what are you specifically looking for? You might have touched on this a little bit in your first answer, but are there any specific things that you're really trying to key in on? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to the things that you break down on film when you're scouting an opponent that, that you kind of are trying to verify those things. You know, hey, when we come out in uh, in three-by-one close with inline tight end, are, are they playing quarters like we thought they would? Are they are they playing a, a, a seven-shade with their defensive end, or is he playing, you know, more loose? Is he playing a nine technique? And are they are they playing heads-up techniques up front? I mean, I think a lot of that stuff is what you're looking for um, as far as, as far as you know, the, the first level and, and, you know, what you're getting from the front. You know, if, I know from a defensive standpoint, what is the offensive line doing? Um, well, what are they trying to take advantage of? Uh, what, what kind of route concepts, maybe, maybe they hit a play on the previous drive and say, Hey, they, you know, they trapped our three technique. Our kid came running up field too far. So we need to tell, we need to tell our three technique that he's got to fit his hands 
on the guard and squeeze down and spill the, the trap, you know? So it's things like that, that you can see where, you know, you don't have to wait until, until halftime to draw it up or, or, you know, sometimes you try to get feedback from the kids, but things are happening so fast out there that you're not always getting the, the, the right Intel from the kids coming to the sidelines. So, uh, it's just a, it's just a huge help in, in, in so many different levels of, of, uh, of input. And sometimes just like, Hey, look, this is, this play we called was great because the safety did this. And that's why that we hit this play. We need to come back to that. So, uh, just, just, a, I mean, just a great tool for, for coaches and for players. How much time did it take for you to get comfortable using huddle sidelines so you could really start seeing the effects? Not too much time at all. I mean, we got it set up and, and got it running uh, for our scrimmage just to kind of practice on it and, and you see the things that, uh, that, that we needed to make sure we gave ourselves enough time uh, for. The biggest thing is just getting, getting the hang of getting it set up, you know, getting it, getting it wired to your end zone camera, making sure that, you know, you're getting the feed, uh, you know, from, from both angles, from the sideline and from the end zone and get them synced up. So that was really it. It was just more of, of kind of learning how to set it up properly. Um, and, and, you know, there's just like anything electronically, you know, you're going to troubleshoot some things early on. Um, and so knowing, knowing the steps of what to do to troubleshoot if there are any issues, but once we got the hang of it, you know, early on, I mean, it took us by, you know, by game three, we were rolling. I mean, we went up and actually, I, I should say by game two, you know, we went up and played, uh, Valor Christian in, in Denver, Colorado on ESPN. And, and, uh, you know, we had it, we had it rocking and rolling. And that was, that was last season was really our first season doing it. And so we, uh, by, by really our second game, we, we felt pretty good about it and we'll get getting good information uh, to the sideline uh, as, as it was happening. That's great. We've talked to some other coaches that uh, have sideline. They've said their players have really taken to it, and it's gotten to the point where they're coming out of the game, coming over the sidelines and asking for an iPad so they can watch plays over. How have you seen your players respond? Were they pretty receptive to it right off the bat? Oh yeah. You know, they, it's, it's a huge advantage for them. And, and, uh, you know, same thing for us, our, our kids want to see it. Our, our quarterback will come back and, you know, even if we didn't feel like there was anything, you know, we, we, you know, we don't completely depend on it. You know, we're not dependent on it. Um, so there's drives where we'll, we'll, we'll come off, we'll have a good drive, go down, put points on the board and, and, uh, and feel good about everything. So I might not go look at it. Um, but our quarterback will come back and, and, and watch every drive and just confirm the things that he was seeing. And, uh, so our kids, our kids love it. Um, I think it's made them students of the game. It's they've, they've become more savvy with, with, you know, watching film and what to look for. And, and uh, I think it, it, it translates into during the week watching more film. So they're, you know, they know what to look for, uh, on game nights. So it is, it's a, it, it is a, an awesome tool for the kids. And, and I think it's improved our overall, you know, football IQ as a team because, because of, you know, the, the success we've had with utilizing that film. You just mentioned your quarterback. Are there any other specific positions that you found are particularly impacted by being able to have this instant replay on the sideline? Yeah, you know, I think offensive line probably first and foremost. Uh, it's a it's a great key for the offensive line because there's so many different techniques and, and stunts and fronts that you can see. Um, and, and you know, teams usually will will have a game plan for you and try to give you some different looks and. So really trying to get some, some tendencies and some keys and, and some things that they're doing up front. Um, I think the same thing too, for the, for the, uh, you know, for the D line and linebacker, that, that kind of front seven to, to look at what the offense is doing scheme wise in the run game. And uh, that's, that's been huge for those guys. I apologize if I'm putting you on the spot here, but can you think of any specific instances from last season where instant replay allowed you to either confirm what you thought you were seeing or maybe it opened your eyes to something new sometime when instant replay really made a difference? Yeah. You know, we, uh, in the, in the state semifinals, uh, we're playing a really good football team and, and, uh, 
we're a, we're a big 11 personnel team. We like to run, uh, you know, a lot of one back power to our tight end and set up our run pass options kind of off of that. We were having a heck of a time running our one back power, which was really our bread and butter all year long. And, and, uh, so we kind of went back to the film and, and, uh, you know, we're looking at it and we're saying, Hey, our, our tight ends kind of getting his butt kicked, uh, up front. They're playing a guy heads up on him and, and, uh, and the kid they're putting over him is a big, strong kid and it's not a great matchup for us. And that, you know, so we, we, we were able to go to more of a big package where we kind of subbed in more of our, our, you know, six lineman type tight end, as opposed to our, you know, our versatile guy that can flex out and catch balls and all that and got a little bigger up front. And that really made a big difference in our run game without having to completely, you know, go away from say, Hey, you know, one back power is not there. We can't run anymore. We say, Hey, look, it's there. We just have to win right here where, where we're getting beaten. And, uh, so I, you know, that's, that was one thing. I mean, obviously there was a ton of instances that we looked at it where, you know, you might see a safety's technique to play before and say, when we come back out with a ball, we're going to, we're going to take the shot because the safety's cheating over here. So, but I know, I know specifically that, that really opened up uh, our run game being able to say, Hey, look, we just need to, it's not necessarily a, a, a scheme wise. It's just more matchup wise. And, and that helped us get the right personnel. in. that's great to hear. Uh, those are the types of stories we love hearing about. So what advice would you have for other coaches working sideline into their workflow this coming season? Do you have some tips or maybe some tricks for them to kind of get the ball rolling? You know, I, I would say find a, uh, find a lower level coach, you know, freshman guy or JV guy that's, uh, that really wants to be involved on Friday nights, but, but you might not have a role for, um, and, and, and ideally somebody that's, that's fairly technologically savvy. Um, and, and make them, you know, make them the head of your video department and, uh, and give them that responsibility, teach them, you know, train them up how to do it. And, and then, you know, really, really make them feel appreciated for doing it. Give them all the, you know, all the varsity gear on the sideline and, and do all that. Cause those guys are, are a huge help. They'll, they'll take pride in it. Um, and they'll be your go-to guy. And, and, and so, you know, we've done that. And, and then also if you have a, a student assistant type person that, you know, maybe you hit up your, your, uh, your video department in the school or the, you know, the, the school news that, that does the, you know, the, the kids that are, that are real savvy with the, with the film work and the video editing and all that. And, uh, and see if you can get a kid on the staff as a student assistant to, to be a part of that. We've had, we've had really good, uh, good kids get involved. They love it. it. It looks great on their resume that they can put that down, that they've been involved with that. We've actually had, we've had some kids that, uh, that have shown interest in going on and, and getting involved, you know, with, uh, with the, the, the video department at, at the college level, you know, when they go on and, and become student assistants and, and, uh, and really kind of take a, a liking to that side of it. Cause that's a huge part of the game. And, and there's, you know, at the NFL and college level, there's, there's people that make, you know, really good livings being, being, you know, in charge of the video department. So, uh, it's a, it's a good deal, but that's, that would be the best advice, man. Find, find a, find an assistant coach that, that really takes pride in it, that you can count on. That's a reliable guy. And then see if you can find a couple of student assistants to, to make them make that their role in the team and, and, and then, you know, honor them, make sure everybody knows that the, the work that they're putting in and how valuable it is. Before I get you out of here, I want to ask you something coaching related, aside from sideline, aside from instant replay, uh, Saguaro, is traditionally a very successful program. They were successful before you arrived, but that success has grown even more since you got there. You've clearly got something rolling. How did you keep the momentum going um, when you came to an established program already? You know, it's, it's funny because uh, right right before we uh, started this uh, interview, there was a college coach here, and, and we were just talking about the culture. And uh, that's what it comes down to. You, you build the culture at, I think, you know, when you have success, you, you can, you, you find out, you can really pinpoint the things that, that lead to that success. Um, and, and a lot of it's just, is just character, right? You know, you, you, you build a hardworking, uh, culture 
where, where, you know, character is important and, and you hold kids accountable and, and you make them treat each other right. And, and you, you know, we're, we're a big, you know, we're going to treat you with respect if, if you're respectful and, and, uh, you know, there's not a lot of yelling and screaming going on. And, and so that's it. I think that's the biggest thing is you, you, you build, you build relationships, you have strong relationships between your coaching staff. Uh, you have a strong relationship amongst your players and then, you know, the, the relationships between the, the, the players and coaches is strong and, and you just get a bunch of guys that, that know what it takes that are willing to work hard for it, uh, that are willing to do it the right way. And, and, uh, you know, that's how, that's how you keep it there. And then, and then when, when, you know, if, if, if kids want to stray and, and, uh, and think that they're more important than the program or, or they don't want to do things the right way or the way that we know that are, are the ways that we need to do it to be successful, you've got to be willing to, to weed some of those, those people out. And, and it could be coaches too. You might have coaches that, that don't want to put in the work or, or don't want to do it the way we want to do it. And so you just have to hang your hat on, on, you know, your, your philosophy of what it takes to be successful and then, and then just stay on that path and don't stray from it. And uh, good things happen and you can sustain it for a long time. That's great advice to follow. And if anyone doubts it, they can argue with your record, which I would not recommend doing. <laughs> Coach, I've taken enough of your time today. I thank you so much for joining us and wish you nothing but continued success. Well, I appreciate it very much. And I know we'll, uh, we're excited to continue to, to learn more and, and expand our knowledge and our ability uh, to use the functionality huddle. So thank, thank you guys for everything you do for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Coach. You have a good one. That's it for today's episode. We thank Coach Mons for his time. If you want more information about Huddle Sideline, feel free to visit huddle.com backslash products backslash sideline. Be sure to check in next time for more great coaching insights.